The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Tuesday in the big city and the small towns. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Back at it with Mark Drumheller. I'm Jim Rodriguez sitting in for Joe and Aaron who are enjoying their post-Super Bowl vacays. We will be back next week, of course. But three hours still to go here on BetQL Daily. Good stuff to tell you about. And listen, 38 days till opening day. We got spring training games starting this week thursday we got dodgers padres out in the desert and then full bloom this weekend so spring has sprung mark and let's take a look at the american league east which is always a a hot topic just because of the yankees and then the red sox are in there and of late tampa and of course last year the the resurgence of the baltimore orioles and let's start with the champions of that division the orioles 101 victories uh they're the they're the sort of they're they're the sexy team they're the favorites of everybody because they're young and you know and it's baltimore and it's the ballpark but they are a bit of a mess they've lost two-thirds of their starting rotation to injury john means i don't know if he's going to pitch uh at all this year the thing in cal bradish is going to be back maybe in a couple of months he's having ucl surgery on his elbow orioles 101 their win total is 90 and a half at bet uh at bet mgm plus 650 to win the pennant 13 to one to win the chip um what what do you see the Orioles? have these injuries changed your mind because i have definitely hit the pause button i've definitely hit the uh you know hit the brakes on them a little bit you know even 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 gunner henderson's got got a, got a bad oblique and those things are definitely you know 
they, they tend to flare up. All of a sudden, by no fault of their own, the Orioles all of a sudden aren't that feel-good story anymore. No, and I think you you hit the nail on the head with the fact that last year everything seemed to go right, right? You know, they were a young, emerging team. All the vibes were good. They were having so much fun. And now this year they're going through some adversity, and the season hasn't even started, right? So, you know, they need to go out and find some more pitching, whether that's, you know, Montgomery, whether they do it the free agent wire, whether they dig into the farm system, you know, Jackson Holiday, guys like that. I, I don't know what the solution is or what direction they're going to go, but I don't think staying pat's going to cut it. I do think that this really opens up the door when you're looking at the futures market for a team like Toronto, for a team like Tampa, who – Listen, Tampa plus 700, right? Two games behind the Orioles last year, right? So, you know, you can never underestimate the Tampa Bay Rays and what they can do. But that's what I think, you know, a plus 200 for the Orioles seems a little bit short, realizing all the what diversity that they're going through with the injuries to their staff. We need answers on how they're going to fix that going forward before we can wager on them at this price. Yeah, I mean, they did go out and get Corbin Burns via trade, obviously a former Cy Young Award winner. We thought, okay, this is it. That's going to be what what puts them over the top because, you know, the Orioles just unfortunately ran into a an extremely hot Rangers team in the playoffs. But I don't know. I'm definitely giving them some pause. You know, you know, we, we, we had MLB Dream on the show yesterday, and he kind of pointed out the Orioles have a very easy April schedule. So maybe mm-hmm. even, you know, a 500 record is – isn't the worst thing in the world if they can just kind of tread water until at least Bradish gets back and then maybe they can get things going if those injuries don't nag. All right. The, the team that finished second, and you pointed it out to them last year, were the Rays. 99 wins. People forgot. Remember, the Rays started 13-0. and 0. They, they, they were on fire. We had them go into the World Series. Rosarena was crossing his arms to everybody. But this is an entirely different team. I mean, you know, Shane McClanahan, he's not going to pitch the whole year. He's out with Tommy John surgery. Drew Rasmussen is kind of having what uh, Kyle Radish is having. He's having UCL surgery. Um, he's not. He's not going to be back to maybe the All Star break. Uh, they don't have Tyler Glass now. They traded him to the Dodgers. So all of a sudden, this rotation is, is you're looking at these at Zach Elflin, Ryan Pepio, who, by the way, I think is a pretty good pickup. They got him in the Glasnow trade from the Dodgers. Shane Baz, Aaron Savali, not exactly, you know, a murderer's row of pitching for the Rays. I think the Rays come back down to earth. Their, 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 their win total is 85 and a half at BetMGM. I am tending to bet the under on that. I think I agree with you. You have to watch out and see how it plays because they always have young guys to step up, right? We're going to see Junior Caminero in the lineup. They have guys that can play, always rotating them in. Whenever they lose players, you always think it's like, oh, well, this is it for the Rays, and then they have guys to step up. But I think the biggest challenge for them this year is I do think the division is really competitive, especially at the top. Like now that Baltimore is taking that next step, you know, the Yankees lineup is going to be incredible. Are they going to have enough pitching? It doesn't look like it right now, but, you know, I guess we'll find out. You know, moves can still be made. We know that with New York and especially with all these Boris guys out there. So um, I I think that's going to be the biggest challenge is is the division they're in, making headway in that division. Boston's really the only team they don't have to worry about, but those three teams in front of them are really tough. So, you know, from a betting perspective, I don't think I need to jump on them right now. You know, the number's good, but – 
if they start getting some momentum early in the season, man, I, I might hop on the train. We'll have to see. Yeah, and we, and we haven't even talked about Wander Franco and all his legal problems. We, who knows if we're ever going to see that guy ever again. Yeah. Uh, then there's the Blue Jays, who are about as toxic as some relationships we have all had. They, they just, every year, this is it. For me, the, the Blue Jays are kind of like my relationship with the NHL. This is the year I get into hockey. Mm -hmm. This is the year I'm going to watch all these games. This is going to be amazing. This is the year the Blue Jays, and they end up winning 88, 89 games. They did get into the wild card uh, last year, but yeah, they're, they're at 87 and a half games, 87 and a half wins, which I think is right about right. They won 89 last year. Lineup. Lineup still is the lineup with, with, with Vladimir Guerrero and Bo Bichette, George Springer, hoping having a, a comeback year from a down year. They added Justin Turner. Matt Chapman is unsigned. Kevin Gosman, Jose Barrios at the top of that rotation. This to me, this team could either be this team could either win 95 games and win the division or end up 80 and 82. I don't know with the Blue Jays. Yeah. Are they the Clippers, Jim? Is that what this is? Like, are they the Clippers? They're yeah, the team that has the call. talent, the potential, but they, they never seem to put it together, right? They just can't get it together. Um, and I think, like we saw with the Clippers, if it clicks, if that happens, they're going to be a team to watch out for. That's how I view them kind of in that realm where they don't really need to do much. Like, if you're a Blue Jays fan, like, they don't – sure, they can go out and pick up a Chapman. You know, maybe they get another arm in there. Uh, with some of these free agents that are left, but they don't need to. The talent is there. It's on the roster. It's just a matter of these guys performing and reaching their potential. Uh, so I, I like them. I think that, you know, the the Orioles injuries and the fact that sometimes it's just teams are snake bitten. I know I'm doing a lot of like cross sport references here, but we saw it with the Cincinnati Bengals last year, right? Just couldn't get past the injuries Had all the talent in the world, Super Bowl contenders, but couldn't get there. That might be how things go for the Orioles this year. And that opens the door for this Toronto team, I think. I'm not ready to buy the Yankees at this short price, but I think Toronto has a lot of talent for plus 475. A lot of talent for plus 475 to win this division. Is a better – that's what you want to really sort through. You want to see, like, where's the value at? Where's the ceiling? What is the probability that those outcomes can be reached? And I, I think there's a little bit of value here with the Blue Jays. Now, the, the Blue Jays – or also remember, I think they're still hung over from, they thought they had Shohei Otani. There was those reports that Otani's on a plane to Toronto. And well, it wasn't, he was not on a plane to Toronto. The the other big fish out there is Cody Bellinger. You know, he's been rumored. Maybe he goes back to the Cubs. Maybe he goes to the Giants. The Blue Jays are in the mix. Does it change any of your thought? If all of a sudden you put Bellinger in that lineup? Yeah. Yeah, it makes them much more attractive, and you probably got to get to the window pretty quick because it probably won't be 475 for long, right, if they go in and bring him in. And I believe that, you know, in Bellinger's case, didn't the Cubs just sign somebody? And uh, so I think people are thinking that they might not get him back. I, I would go and bet Bellinger. I mean, I would bet them if they get uh, Peralta yesterday. Yeah, so in the chat, they're, they're – are going to sup David Peralta, Dom Smith got signed yesterday. So if you're reading the tea leaves, it might be no Wrigley for Bellinger. And, and if not, yeah. you know, I think Toronto would be an attractive spot for him playing in that lineup, you know, with that team. It's not a, you know, crazy high media market. So he doesn't have to worry about it. He can settle in there and nice play for a contending team. And uh, I, I think it's a good spot. I, I like, I like the Blue Jays. Bellinger would definitely, 
definitely change my mind, probably get me to the window a little quicker because that number is going to shorten. Yeah, I'll, I, I will tell you what, if if Bellinger, you put him in that lineup with, with Springer and Bichette and Vladi and, and even Turner, all of a sudden, you know, they 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 got they got Daniel Vogelstad as well. Uh, Vogelback, you know, I don't know. I, I think again, they should we're gonna be betting some should. overs. We're gonna be betting some overs, Jim. We're gonna be some <laughs> runs in those games. Yeah, but again, they got to get Alec Manoa right, and and they got they got a lot of issues in there in that starting rotation. All right, I'm saving the Yankees for last. I'm not. I'm not. Get, I'm not. We're not forgetting about them. Then there's the Red Sox. Now the Red Sox are a curious a bunch. Uh, 78 wins last year. 79 and a half is the number. I think they get that number. I, I mean, listen, they're, they're, Alex Cora finds a way. You know, he, he's, he's that good of a manager, and you can insert whatever jokes you want about, you know, monitors and signs or whatever. But he finds a way. That starting rotation is not going to scare anybody. Giolito, Pavetta, Bello, Crawford. How, it's not going to scare anybody. But I think 80 wins from that bunch – in an unbal in a balanced schedule where they don't have to play the Orioles eighteen times, they don't have to play the Blue Jays, they don't have to play the Yankees eighteen times a year. They play everybody plays everybody this year. I think the Red Sox could squeak eighty wins out of there. I'm not I'm not betting them to win the pennant or the division or the World Series, but eighty wins. I I think the Red Sox can do that. They had seventy eight last year on, on a mess of a team. It's a great point by you, Jim, because when we're looking at the, this betting market, right, we, we look at Boston, and in terms of winning the division or any futures, there's no value. But it still seems like they're a little underrated in the market. So how do we attack that as betters? We go after the win total, right? Because the market has them underrated because of the division they play in, uh, you know, because it, it's just too much of a climb for them to be competitive this year. But – Probably not going to be bad as, as the numbers indicate right now. So I think that makes sense. And I think it's a good lesson for betters to where some of these teams at the bottom of the standings, like there's still ways to, to pick apart value. Sometimes they're the best spots of where you can get value in the market because they're unassuming, right? We look at the Red Sox. They're not going to win the division. They got a long way to go in the midst of a rebuild. They're not going to be able to make enough changes before opening day to change anybody's mind. But – the win total might be a little meat on the bone there. I like it. Yeah. And now the the one that everybody talks about is the Yankees. Now the Yankees, remember, they won 82 games last year. So so for, for Aaron Boone, this is a make it or break it year for him. He's gonna get fired if they don't if they don't make the playoffs, if they don't do any significant damage here. 93 and a half is the win total at, at Bet MGM. They're plus 425 to win the pennant, nine to one to win the World Series. They, they added Juan Soto, who I think is going to be the MVP. Uh, you know, you, ask, you look, Giancarlo Stanton looks a little thinner, maybe maybe a little less lifting, a little bit more cardio, plus Aaron Judge. They added Marcus Stroman, and they may even get Blake Snell into the rotation that already has uh, Garrett Cole, the reigning Cy Young Award winner. I like 93 and a half. I like the Yankees to win the division. I, you know, I like that a lot. It's plus 145. I think the Orioles – are good. They're going to make the playoffs, but I think the Yankees are going to remember they're the Yankees again. Now, when you're making that handicap in regards to the Yankees, and I think this is an important question because we talked about these big name guys out there and, and the possible destinations are shrinking. Like, are you almost baking into that? The fact that, Hey, there could be another shoe to drop here with some of these free agents out here and the Yankees could be much improved, which would make this plus 145 valuable. Because now that, like, we see the stuff with Bellinger, like, prop might not be going back to Chicago. 
the later we get into spring training, I, I think it makes the Yankees more likely to snag one of these big names, whether it's Blake Snell. Because me, when I look at it, it's like two questions, right? You know, you have Judge, you have Soto. Those guys going to be able to stay healthy. Renan, is he going to be able to, uh, you know, live up to expectations? And are they going to have enough pitching? But if they can snag it, even a Montgomery or a Blake Snell in the free agent market, then the whole landscape changes, right? Right. And when I think what the Dodgers did more than any other team that they, I think they, they've made it okay to have seven, eight starting pitchers. You don't need a mm-hmm. workhorse anymore. They have one in Garrett Cole, but you can have eight or nine guys that all can start all made 20 starts. And all of a sudden that they'll get you across the finish line. Now, what hasn't worked for the Dodgers is those guys haven't panned out in the playoffs because you need that horse in the playoffs and they'd have it in Garrett Cole. So I think with the fact that they have so many guys, I think the Yankees are going to be back, and I think they would be my pick to win that division. In and it, and if they get Blake Snell, doesn't have to be the main guy. The only thing you just got to wonder is how will the big lights of the boogie down of pitching in the big ballpark in the Bronx? How is yeah. that going to affect them? He's you know again it's he's come San from Diego. Tampa, <laughs> he's come from Tampa and San Diego. Not exactly right. you know the hotbed of of, of putting the, the the pressure on. The media is a little different there from the media. A little different when those with those pinstripes. Good stuff there on the ALE. Still plenty to get to. Off the board is next on BetQL. They say beefs die hard, and we're happy that George Carl and Carmelo Anthony are back at it again. We'll get into that next. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.